0: Sammy ball, both 36 years old and of behind him, gives no signs
1: of the end of his amazing career. is now number one. The most in the national football history. This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk more about the debacle of the season of the Washington Redskins. What coaches have been cut? Who's been brought in? This, and much, much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. E- yo, 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 what's up,
2: y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening?
1: Yo, 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 yo what's up? Excellent! Welcome everybody. 30, 30, 30. Harry Hog Football episode number 383 million. 383. <laughs> 300, I got to bring up 383 bring up. consecutive episodes without a Super Bowl victory.
2: That's right. <sighs> we just we just realized that we are technically in our 10th year of Harry Hog Football. i guess. is it the 10th or yo? the
1: 9th? I think it's the 9th. Well,
2: okay, so we just brought up that old old blog post from February of 2006. Six. So we were doing it in 2005, which was 10 years ago.
1: This is true. Yeah, you're right. We were. We are the original
2: Redskins
3: fans podcast.
1: 10 years, dude. Somehow we're still not, haven't gotten that much better exponentially.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, yet, and yet we're still not the best. We're not F-5 the best. Fajios.
1: But we still have upheld our promise for 10 years not to bombard you with advertisements. Which That's reminds true. me, I'd like to thank Desmond C. Lee, <laughs> Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. Our longtime benevolent sponsor. And you too can become a sponsor just by going on our website and hitting that little donate button on the PayPal thing and sending us a couple of dimes.
3: And Five
1: if you use Amazon.com, which I know you do, just click through our website and you don't have to give us anything and you get the stuff from Amazon for the same Price and they give us a little cut, a little kickback for you going a through their site. A Little kickback, especially go through there if you're going to buy something like a new plasma screen or something.
2: 4K.
3: <laughs> 4K. I don't
1: think anyone makes
3: plasma screens anymore. What Manasota is plasma? Quit,
2: ma- quit making. Them. Yeah, you're right. Isn't that what you get like when you go to get like a blood infusion or transfusion or something? A 4K. Isn't that the fourth uh, element? Dude, 4K. Solid liquid
1: gas and
2: plasma.
1: 4K, Josh, is like the new – you know what 4K is. You're in the – Dude, best.
2: 4K is like so last year. We're all into like 5 and 6K now. 7K.
3: Might as well be 10K.
2: You
3: know what 5G? I'm saying?
1: Speaking of 10K, I just got back from running my 10K at Disney World under an hour.
3: Which at Disney World, it's a small world after all. So it's only actually like a sub 5K or so.
1: Dude,
2: had I known you were going to no, that it 10K – It was 10K. Disney thing. I would have hooked you up with my friends at Disney – and gotten you all like underground and backstage and whatnot.
1: Um, but you didn't tell me. But you know what? I don't know if I want to go underground and back, backstage because I don't want to ruin the magic. Dude, that's how the magic happens. That's,
2: that's where the that's real what... magic happens.
1: Dude, Dude I'm always at Disney.
2: There'll be another Disney sh- Underground, man. There's like a whole set of catacombs under Disney.
1: Um, there's a whole set of a bunch of stuff. bunch yep. of stuff. No kidding. Anyway, um, to football, son. I like to say one word and hear you guys' thoughts. Hazlitt.
0: Cut! Cut!
1: What's your thought, Josh?
2: Um. Yes, I resound that gong. Cut. My
1: thought Cut. was, what took them so long, dude? What was the poor clock management on getting rid of him? <laughs> Cut!
2: Man, I don't know. Somebody, he must have had something on somebody. I
3: I I guess what it took was London
2: Fletcher speaking out against him finally.
3: I I, I think they wanted to let him down easy. I think Barf was just like, yo, Jim is my buddy from the XFL. I mean the UFL. I mean the whatever that FL was. Some (laughs) FL. That had a (laughs) a team here at Virginia Beach.
2: (laughs) What happened to that team? The
3: well,
1: they they folded, and I think they still owe a bunch of people money like Marty Schottenheimer.
3: Marty Schottenheimer's, Schottenheimer's <laughs> owed a million dollars.
2: Are you serious? Was yeah. He helped fund the Destroyers?
1: From the
3: Virginia Beach Destroyers? And he quit and then because he knew he wasn't going to get paid, and then his brother took over the team. <laughs> Seriously? Was his, did
1: his brother take over as kinda of like a collection agency, like, hey dude, if I do ever collect my million dollars, you can get that last half of the season's part of it. Yeah, right?
2: How far has he fallen, dude?
1: Who? Marty Schottenheimer?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Too> <laughs> Not
1: damn as far. far as the Redskins.
3: Uh, that's yeah, exactly. Going from 0 and five to eight and eight is one year and then having to mm.
2: get fired for damn Steve Spurrier. Dude, talking that about went that. Well. So, I, so I've heard some interesting Uh, commentary lately. I've been listening to a lot of, a lot of radio, a lot of Redskins radio, a lot of different, different things. And there seems to be this commentary in the past week or two about, um, Marty Schottenheimer came up, but about how maybe it's not all Dan Snyder, that Dan is maybe not such a bad guy, but it's the guys that he chooses to poor, poorly chooses to hire that destroy things like
3: the It's Vinnie's. not even guys it's just the only person you can really throw into that is Vinny Serato. Vinny Serrato, Yeah. Who is god awful who won a ring in San Francisco as like <laughs> a towel boy.
2: I know we all come back and go well it all goes back to the owner which is true because he maybe he lets the, lets those guys you know push him over and make him think he they can do a better job than they can or whatever it is. But everything I was hearing was like basically how everybody Hated working with Vinny Serato, and they would not want to work with Vinny Serato or wouldn't come to the Redskins because of him. Yeah. And and they would say things like, "But
1: he's I like joke. Dan Snyder." Vinny Serato was a punk. He's a joke, man. And he always looks like he's like high on coke or something. He looks like he's totally tweaked out.
3: Yeah, every What's time he you see days? him, and he's even son- if you see him like like every now and then they bring him up on Washington Post and stuff, and they'll show a picture of him in his studio for his. His, like, weekly radio show in Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. <laughs> I just
2: pulled up a picture of him. And
3: he's got those big-ass eyes. He's all like, no, I'm not high, officer. I'm not on anything. What are you talking it about, officer? Like I'm so not high. high. I'm not high. Wow. Wow. Your, loves- your, your 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 officer badge feels so cool, man. I just want to feel, it. feel <laughs> it. It feels so cool.
2: He always has this, like, I can't believe you just said that look. Like, hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> didn't Didn't someone? Oh, like he has
3: him. a look on his face like he just pooped his pants after a part. <laughs> Didn't and he doesn't <laughs> know if anyone heard it. And he's like, man, hopefully I can get to the bathroom before this starts to stain.
2: Did you know he was in a movie, Vinny Serato? <laughs> what movie? The he was in a feature film called Kindergarten Ninja.
1: Are you serious? Yes. Not to be confused with Kindergarten Cops starring. Kindergarten Ninja it was shot in
2: 1994. Vinny Dan Serato played Antonelli.
1: Riddle me this: Wasn't it a year or so ago that I heard that Vinny Serrato was going to be in a dunking booth at some like um, carnival near DC somewhere? Like you could pay five dollars and th- throw the baseball and try to hit the little <laughs> target, and then it would. man, I have just tried to hit him. I think I, I think <laughs> if it
3: was him. I'd be like, I hate you. No, I open think... <laughs> those eyes a little bit wider. They're bigger than the damn target.
1: I'm serious. I think he did that. He did what? A dunking booth. Around Washington and like people were lining up for miles to try to dunk him for ruining the team.
3: I would. I'd throw it right at his big ass eye Billy Eye.
1: Anyway, <laughs> back to the Jim Hazlitt situation. He's gone. Oh yeah. Thank Cut! goodness. Um and the word on the street today was that they were looking at a couple different guys that Josh can clue you in on. He's been following the situation very closely the last couple of days. Including Vic Faggio.
2: Yes. Vic which Faggio. I gotta point out, a, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago at the Vic end of the, the end of our season, when all the Hazlitt stuff was about to go down, it was I was like, Huh, I think we should look at this uh this Vic Faggio guy from uh Fangio. Fangio, I think is how you pronounce it. Vic
1: Fangio. Sounds like Fangio. a woman sounds like a woman's Fangio. part.
2: Fangio. Anyway, he was the defensive coordinator uh of the 49ers. So it's it's uh, interesting was because. Was the defensive
3: coordinator of the 49ers? I thought that was uh, that Roman guy. Or was uh, he like a defensive uh, line guy?
1: I'm
2: not sure. I think he was um, the coordinator. I think he was. I'll have to look that up for sure, but I'm pretty sure he was the coordinator, but we'll, we'll, we will confirm that. But you know what's interesting is that his family lives around Baltimore and his kids go to school in Maryland.
1: And this is what I have to say about that dude. All right, anybody that can take Carlos Rogers and get him to play some decent football for a year has got to be okay. Oh, um, just- no,
3: Greg Norman, this Roman guy was just named as offensive coordinator for the Forty ers Like, offensive coordinator. Spent the last note. Spent the last. What about? Oh him? no, he just went from offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator of the Forty ers to the Bills, man. I can't keep all this stuff straight. Well, what about Vic <laughs> Fa- Fagio? I, I, I'm still not sure how to spell Vic his Fangio. name. Fagio. Fangio. Fangio. Fagio. Vic Fangio. Fan, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Roman was the offensive coordinator.
1: So, Josh, what you're saying is, since he already has family ties in the Greater Washington Baltimore area, he may be coming. He may be a viable candidate. You know, in the that, D. that may draw him into the Redskins.
2: Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vic Fangio was the defensive coordinator with 49ers. Yeah, because I mean, it looks, you know, he's like, "Hey, I've got family in the area." Um
1: Now the you know. 49ers defense has been pretty solidly recently. What what are his uh stats there? Like what did the defense finish the last couple of years?
2: Uh, that's a good question. Oh
3: dudes, 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 I have breaking news. Oh yeah? I have big news. Pizza Hut has put bacon and cheese in a crust. Uh, I mean <laughs> I still have no idea who that guy is that was in that commercial
1: It's, some, having it's some country star? I have big news. <laughs> Pizza Hut has <laughs> done the impossible.
2: <laughs> are, are you Hut making a joke put, or do you truly have big news?
3: Has put Vinny Serrato in a crust. No, I have I have I have well, possibly news. you put cheese
1: news, and bacon in cheese a Cheese and bacon and
3: Vinny Cerato in a crust.
1: <laughs> in I the I crust. actually
3: it, 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 in all realistic. Uh, I have the NFL Network on silently up here uh, above my computer. What's and the breaking news? The breaking news is that they may be going with this Joe. The Redskins have signed this Joe Barry hire. Oh no, guy, don't Joe me. Barry Mm-mm. from uh, I don't even know where he's from, he's but they're from, saying uh, Ian Rappaport.
2: He was San Diego linebacker's
1: kid. But this is what I was going right. to bring up about him. Before uh, we-
2: and you
3: know what? You know why we if we get this guy, you know why we got him because of that crappy AJ Smith guy they hired. That and- sucked as a as a general manager in San Diego for years. He was terrible. Wait, have we definitely signed him? Ian Rappaport from <laughs> NFL Network has reported the Redskins are are have.
1: Dan, put the pen down. Signing dude. Him. I only have to say one thing. Who do you think was the defensive coordinator for the Lions when they were zero sixteen?
3: Vinny Serrata. Close.
0: Oh, it's that dude, Joe, Joe Barry.
3: Barry. No. Yeah. Yes. Dude. Are you see, dude? Just like I said. Dude. Then he was over there with San Diego <laughs> yeah, that with AJ
0: Smith, with the Lions. who sucks.
1: Yeah, and I think I read the stats on. I, I think I read the stats on that guy's Dude, career, and he averages in, fig, finishing like fifteenth in the league
2: in two thousand and eight. Well, oh, that's slightly Barry, better than fifteenth in the defense, league or fifteenth in the league. What? I think I read that? Don't quote. Me. In two thousand and eight, okay. under Barry, the Lions' defense allowed the second most points in the NFL history. History, history, As not they that year. Defeated and was the first team ever to finish a season 0-16. and 16.
1: And we're hiring him? Like, he's going to be better than Hazlitt?
3: I'm reading an article right now on uh, WashingtonPost.com uh. that quotes Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. So I hope name, it's
2: wrong, dude.
3: Saying that the Redskins are hiring him, or planning to hire him.
0: They
2: need to, they're to interview him. You
3: are a loser, football. sir! What about what about uh, uh, Wade Phillips? <laughs> what about <laughs> Fat Kitty and Vic Fangio? Dude, what about the fact that we suck and we can't get a good defensive coordinator because we're the Redskins?
1: Wait, hold on. So we had we a good one? Have
3: to, yeah, we did, and we let Trip G go. <laughs>
2: uh, I don't know. I
3: don't know. Well... Perhaps he's well, dudes, you know what? Maybe he could be like Belichick, who was a coach, what, with the Browns and sucked before he ended up with the Patriots. Didn't he coach somewhere
1: else and he sucked? That's looking on the bright side of things, dude.
3: That's looking on the very bright side of life. Or here. he could
1: come there and suck.
3: Suck. And just just suck and suck. God!
1: All right, let me say this.
3: <laughs> if this if this is the truth, but if but Ian Rapport isn't that. making crap up. Yeah, is reporting. Uh,
1: let me bring up the next coach in the list before we get to the general manager. The, the thing announced today is that Cowboy <sighs> coach Bill Callahan, Bill, offensive line coach Raiders,
3: coach, Callahan
1: will now be the offensive line coach for the Redskins, which means Chris Forrester must be out he's, on the street. He's, yeah,
3: they said he's moving on to uh, uh
1: greener pastures. Greener
3: pastures. <laughs> Is Buffalo.
1: that how they put it
3: in Buffalo? No,
2: Greener really. pastures.
3: Basically, they're saying he's going to go. He was interviewing with Buffalo Bills, where he's going to go back with a uh, uh, Ryan's son, Rex, oh. the on feet.
1: Back to back uh, to the defensive uh, coordinator thing. I thought we were going to try to go after what's his face Schwartz. We were denied permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he's the supposedly getting As cut. As in may the Schwartz be with you? Yeah, but he's supposed to be getting cut up there since Rex Feet Ryan took over. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Well, I have not heard anything
2: about that since then. I don't know, but Rex Ryan now with the Bills, right? So, And then, like,
1: apparently today,
2: yeah, apparently today he called down further south in New York and uh, invited all of his ex-Jets assistants to Buffalo. He hired seven ex-Jets assistants today.
3: Man, I can't say that Buffalo has green your pastures by much, but, man, the Jets, that's another team that has a crap owner.
1: (laughs) That's where, like, all Redskins Hall of Famers go to play their last season. (laughs) Good Lord, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the Jets, um, (laughs) they're kind of in the same boat as we are. The Browns, the Jets, the the Redskins. Anyway, all right, yeah, this Bill Callahan dude, you guys know how I feel about him, cowboy.
3: Yeah, former head coach. He's like, I guess he's like the new Raheem Morris, was the head coach of a team, and then got, like, super fat demoted. Like, Raheem Morris ended up going down to be the uh, cornerbacks or secondary coach for the Redskins. I forget which.
0: Yeah,
1: and then he interviewed the for the defensive the, coordinator position, and apparently it didn't get it if this 0-16 Lions guy got the job.
3: I, yeah, i i I think I think he was a uh, – I think he uh, – I think – not to be racially insensitive, but I think the only reason they interviewed him was because he's black because they have to with the Rooney rule. You have to interview one, and the Redskins have been known for doing that before. It's just like, oh, we'll hire we'll, – uh, we'll interview one of our own assistants that is not white. And we don't even, <laughs> even have to pay
1: to bring him in.
3: And we won't even have to pay to like bring him in and, and do all the stuff. You know, it's not the first time the Redskins have done that.
1: So, anyway, let's Let's hope that Ian Rappaport is wrong on this one.
3: At least I'm hoping that. Oh, man, Raheem Morris. It'll be interesting to see. uh, Cal, former head coach who coached the Oakland Raiders in the Super Bowl with former Redskins draft pick Rich Gannon Mm. at the helm.
1: Now this Callahan dude also worked with uh, Chucky in Tampa. Did we already say that?
3: He's yes. been all over, man. This Callahan guy's been around. He's been on. He's
1: worked with a lot of teams. So, and so he also Chucky. worked with um, what's his face, Bruce Allen. There. And speaking yep. of Bruce Allen, yeah, Bruce Allen. If you didn't hear, is either he was either made to relinquish the position of general manager, or he stepped down. But he's no longer the general manager of the Redskins. He is now just the team president, apparently. Which is awesome. That's exactly what he should be. And we have hired – you ready for this? No,
2: no, wait, dude. Wait. Callahan, let me clarify. Callahan was part of John Gruden's staff with Oakland. He's the guy that became their head coach when Gruden was traded to Tampa Bay. Traded. Traded.
3: Yeah, I just saw on the scroll again just now on NFL Network. Ian report- re- reports that uh, this Barry guy is going to be the uh, new guy.
2: New he coached the um, coordinator. He coached the Raiders to the uh, Super Bowl. Remember and they lost to the Bucks. The Green. Yeah,
1: I, I was just talking about that. Well, dude, perhaps the biggest is that news... what you just said, dude?
2: Yeah, perhaps. Yes.
1: the totally issue. Perhaps the yes. biggest news of the last couple of weeks, though, is the Redskins' <laughs> new general. <laughs> just talking about that, <laughs> the Redskins' new general manager. Who is?
3: Yes, Aaron, Scott McLaughlin. Oh, McLaughlin, pronounced McLuhan. Scott McLuhan.
2: <laughs> so, what's this guy's in the, deal?
3: Uh, in the in the classic Scots Irish pronunciation ish. This,
1: this dude's supposedly like a genius that is that everyone is so like high on, except for that he drinks.
2: Does he drink, or is he a recovering he has alcoholic? A, he has a a is recovering a
3: recovering alcoholic. Recovering alcoholic. Apparently he had very successful times in San Francisco and with Seattle as far as uh, the talent that he brought into both of those teams. But he left both teams, and the report was it was because of his drinking issues. And so the most recent thing he did was run his own business, um, talent evaluation type of thing, and apparently get got himself straightened up. So we'll see. People really like this guy. Like, like there have been reports all over the place like, wow, the Redskins got this guy. They might be on the right track finally.
1: Well, dude, like I mean, I was reading his philosophy. Not just from
3: Redskins.com, like tooting their own horn. <laughs> yeah, not just from uh, –
1: <laughs> not just from – what's his face? Uh, Al Mi- – not Al Michael. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Larry. Larry. Al Michaels, McLaughlin kind of stood up for RG three in his press conference the other day. Did you guys hear that?
1: Uh, well, oh yeah, dude. The thing I liked about the thing I liked about McLuhan <laughs> is the fact that he's been saying what we've been saying for years. You know, like, hey, dudes, um, maybe we should draft our people mm-hmm. and not get and, old free agents. That used and to maybe be we ahead. should
3: worry about things like the offensive line and defensive line. Yeah. You know, kind of like what Jerry Jones' son finally made them start doing in Dallas. Exactly. Jerry Jones's son. Jerry
1: Jones' son's got <clears throat> him on the right track over there.
3: <laughs> Dude, while we're talking about that, seriously, the Cowboys are out of the playoffs.
1: I'm not done talking about McLuhan. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, go I ahead. I was wanting to comment on what Josh said about him standing up for RG3. He did yes. do that, but then on the other hand, he said that a quarterback at the number five pick is not out of the question.
2: He did, but he said a lot about ah, RG three though. Like ah, I, mean, I, lo- I, love this statement that he said. Um, he, he talked about um, Alex Smith when they drafted him in San Francisco, and he said the one key thing that we did with him was build around him. He said, yeah. "Don't make don't make the quarterback have to win and lose the game for you. Let's get him some stud offensive linemen. Let's get him a damn good running game." Let's get him yeah. a tight end that can stretch the field, a couple of receivers to make plays. Then all of a sudden that one guy becomes much better.
1: Well, the thing that we yep. have missing That's, from that look at, equation look at right damn, now. To,
3: sorry, look at damn Tony Romo this last year. He's got like all pro linemen in front of him. Not Pro Bowl, all pro <clears throat> linemen in front of him. Yeah. And he had like his best
1: year ever. And in that yep. same list of players that Scott McLuhan listed, who are we missing? We got the receivers. We got the well. We got a stud running back. We've kind of got a tight
3: end, but we could upgrade there.
1: We could upgrade the tight end, but we need the lineman the most, uh,
3: huh? We got well. Who do we have on the line? We've got Trent Williams, Crickets, good, Crickets. Yep. Crickets. We've another. got Schnell at center.
1: And we He's have. John's all right. And his dog, a right tackle. <laughs> Sharp or Donish. Columbus Columbus.
3: Although I think he was right. He was a right guard, wasn't he? Or he Moses.
1: Or Moses, oh, the play's already over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you had one
1: job, Moses. <laughs> one job. But he could still be developed. I mean. He was, he can he be and been that's a first the rounder, they were saying last year. Yeah, that's, you know, that's anyway, why he was the eighth tackle picked. <laughs> we'll see what happens Eight. with him. Just saying. We could use someone for Chester. Why isn't he cut yet, dude? He's, he's like 20 million on the salary cap. They something.
3: probably have to wait till after <laughs> March 1st to cut him. He's probably one of those kind of guys.
1: <clears throat> oh, man.
3: We'll talk more about that as we get into the taint of the offseason.
2: Yeah,
1: we can talk about that stuff after we get the coach carousel out of.
2: You talk about that number five position in the draft, I can tell you who we will not be drafting. Cordell Jones. The Ohio State quarterback. Did you guys hear that today, that press announcement that he made?
3: Is he staying
2: at school? Yeah, he's staying at school. Really? He called a press announcement at 3 o'clock today. He basically showed up at 3.30. I was listening to it live. And uh he showed up and he was like, um, he's like, I don't know why all y'all media are making a big deal out of this, wanting me to make an announcement about what I'm doing. He said, but here it is. He said, it took me like two seconds. I'm paraphrasing, of course. It took me like two seconds to to know what the right thing to do was. He said, I'm going back to school next year. He said, my education is important and I want, uh I do want to play in the NFL, but I want it to be, You know, once I'm finished with my education and that's behind me, and I can become a better quarterback working under Urban Meyer and blah 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 blah. Why
1: wouldn't he stay in
2: school? He was
3: like
1: the third-string dude. Well, the thing thing is, he also
3: beat. He also won the last three games of the year as the third string guy, looking like a first string quarterback. I dude, think he's a freaking fool. You can always go back to school. I disagree. Can't always be a top. think he handed off shocked. a lot.
1: He they he just could, ran the ball. He didn't dude, do that he much. Threw the ball. He threw very. Threw the ball. Yeah, he threw, he threw the ball like much. five passes in the second half. Well, well That's serious. because they were like whooping ass. I'm just saying. Yeah, that that was because, because of the running game. Second
3: half, they were running the ball in the second half because they were already
2: whooping. The week before, though? I mean, like... He, like, the last like,
3: three games they played in, he looked like he was there the whole year. I was like, who is this guy?
1: Yeah. I disagree. That guy's a fool. Their running game was so opening up everything. I mean, it was insane. Like, the Oregon was freaking keying on the run on every single play, and yeah, they because, couldn't stop it. So whenever because, he passed, of course, the dudes are going to be open. Yeah, well, they
3: looked back, and I guess they thought those last two games right before that game were an anomaly. Ideas. But it's not like they – I don't but know. But I
1: was I, more impressed with that running back guy, Ezekiel.
2: Oh, yeah, that guy's
1: good.
3: Yeah, I this. would – if it were me talking to a kid, unless they were just like woefully, like physically unprepared for the NFL, I'd be like, you need to declare and get your money. You can go back to school. But who, what, where, where would no he way.
1: go if he came out? He wouldn't go in the first round. Yeah, he would. He
2: might He might go as a, in the first round.
3: Everybody needs a quarterback. And with the way the salary cap is structured yeah. now, if you take a quarterback in the top 10 and he turns out to be a bust, it doesn't really kill you as far as the salary cap. Like Sam Bradford was the last guy that was like a 40 something million dollar guy. It ends up being like a 20 million dollar hit over all that time. And, 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 I mean, why not? Ohio State's still there. Tomorrow, Ohio State's still going to be there. Your education, you can come back to that. You can go back to school. You can't get drafted in the top ten every year. His stock is so high right
1: now. I think he's crazy. I don't think he would go in the top ten. Dude, if Ohio State didn't even think he was the best on the team, how is the NFL going to think he's the best in the top ten? The thing is, I think Raiders, Ohio State Jets. is like
2: has himself in a rare, rare position where they have three really good quarterbacks. And yeah, and dude, yes. Yes. Yes, and the thing is, though, you're right, John. Like I would probably say, tell him to go into the NFL draft as well, because if he goes back to school, he's going to have to fight for his spot, and he's he may not, end up being third, third string again. His time may have come and gone, and he had a chance to do it, and he didn't do it, didn't take it. You he know? do have yeah, that. I still exactly don't think right. he would
1: go in the first round. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, dude, I think
3: he might. I wouldn't take him. Well, dude, just like McLuhan said, we're not. We may take a quarterback with the fifth pick, but even more realistic. The Raiders, the Jets, the Browns. You know who saying, else is right. quarterbacks, <laughs> man.
2: So we can, someone... we can say that Marcus Mariota, the next is Archie probably going to go to Archie 5 Tampa Bay for the first pick. Don't you think? No, maybe,
3: maybe what it's going to be. Noise? It's either going to be him or that other guy. Who? the other uh, quarterback? I can't even remember who it is. Not the Ohio State guy. The uh... Uh, oh, my brain uh, is like totally uh, farting on me now. Anyway,
1: James we have Winston? We, Winston, out of Florida State. Yes, duh. Yes, dude. We have plenty of time to talk about college prospects. Well, well that's the true. In of the off season. Mm. So let's talk a little bit more. <laughs> I'm ready
2: to look ahead.
1: About your Washington Redskins, so there's thank you, thank you, James Brown, for bringing us back around. <laughs> so we, we ha- what else do we have to report? I'm pretty pumped about this guy, <laughs> I just dude.
2: Actually, I, was, I am too, I am too, but I just want to throw this out there. We, ha- I think we have a possible opportunity. Not that we necessarily need this position because we know we need O linemen but Amari Cooper out of Alabama, I think he could go fourth, fifth, somewhere in that zone. Just saying. You somebody – Alabama puts out good
3: linemen. No, Amari Cooper, the wide receiver. Oh, oh.
2: Uh, we don't need a wide receiver. We don't need a wide receiver at all. Yeah, but every position's on the table.
1: I don't care. If he takes a wide receiver <laughs> with a first think, pick, I'm going to say this on the first all right. podcast afterwards. There's no okay. way
3: if we get a wide receiver. I mean, wait, are we talking about Amari Toomer or Amari Cooper?
0: <laughs> Amari, Amari Cooper.
3: Amari is not a Toomer. Are we
1: talking about Stewart? <laughs> Cordell Stewart? Cordell <laughs> Stewart. I can't wait. Anyway, let's oh, take a break, man. and when we come back, we will uh, talk about Dallas being put out of the playoffs and the catch that almost was. Ah uh-huh. ha! <laughs> And uh are we doing our games and kicks for two thousand and fourteen? I wasn't even prepared for that.
3: I don't know. We may have to put that off. How are we doing on time? I think we have to put that off until
1: next week. We got plenty of time. Right. I just haven't thought about it. It is the
2: off season. That means we only have like three thousand listeners instead of
1: thirty thousand listeners. All right, so next week we will do our games and kicks for two thousand and fourteen. Didn't we season. put
3: it off for like four episodes last off season?
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter.
3: It doesn't matter. Anyway. We don't Aussie. have any
1: sponsors that are getting. Mm-hmm. They're going. I know it. it's not. We're Desmond pulling our,
3: our like,
2: I want the picks out now. Oh, you something interesting though. I just had to point this out because we were talking about the draft. Really, I know we're not going to get into it too much, but just something to to tickle your. Uh, uh, what what is it <laughs> to tease you a bit? Tickle your chain. I do believe that Jessica White's cousin is entering the NFL draft out of West Virginia. Who, Mamie? Mamie White? His cousin,
1: Kevin. Kevin is his cousin? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Kevin White. He's out of West Virginia. Is he related to Pat White, too? Because he he came out of West Virginia.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure they're related. It's the wild and wonderful Whites of West Virginia.
1: What about about Jerry Pontusa White? See what happened to Pat White? I like that guy. Oh, man. He's a backup on... He's for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Riders.
3: Did he end up did he end up with Baltimore? That doesn't sound for a while?
2: like a good name.
1: Dude, nah. I dude, when I was at Disney sounds World. Sounds like what I, you
2: would name a condom brand. Dudes, when I was
1: at Disney World, I saw a um, a Canadian Football League shirt. I'm trying to think of the name of the team. What was it? Oh man.
3: Was it the Saskatchewan Rough Riders?
1: No, no. Give me some other ones.
3: Uh the, the Hamilton Tiger Cats?
1: No. Oh my.
2: The 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 maybe it
1: was the Rough Riders. The it was a green French and white whatever, shirt.
2: Alouette. The Medicine Hat Cougars. No, I think it was the Medicine Rough Riders.
1: Hat. Dude, do the <laughs> Rough Riders have a green and white? Are they green and white?
3: I you've gone
1: too far for me. I don't know. I think it was Saskatchewan. Was know.
3: was it was it the Toronto
1: Argonauts? No, I think it was the Rough Riders. Uh,
3: was it was it the what is the
2: Vancouver team called?
1: The Hellcats.
2: Cougars? I don't know. Vancouver Cougars.
1: Vancouver
2: Cougars. They're the Eskimos. I think, the, I think it's the Medicine Hat Cougars actually. They're
1: the Vancouver Eskimos, I'm pretty sure. It's
3: Calgary Stampeders. I really St- do think it's the Eskimos. Look it up. <laughs> oh, saying. we gotta talk to our, our connection up there in uh Canada. Where's Kenny Ken, dude? You need to yeah, Kenny Ken, them. we we need a we need a refresher on, on the proper uh the proper teams.
1: And the number of downs and why the field's so wide.
3: Yeah. Or, or you can just tell us which team just perennially sucks year in and year to out. out of just spawn the Washington Redskins dude. of Canada.
1: Dude, it's like if they were playing at FedEx and you had, like, in-zone seats, Jack those Edmund would State. really be the 50-yard line seats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Noah D. Turtle just uh, just uh, texted in on Mixler, and he says it's the Edmonton ex- Eskimos. Edmonton Eskimos. Edmonton. Right.
2: So they got the Eskimos and the Oilers in Edmonton. <laughs> 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 mark messier wide receiver
1: uh okay thanks noah d turtle for that he's very knowledgeable he, he uh, noah d turtle rivals kenny cannon canada in his knowledge of the cfl
3: we we may have a battle brewing above the uh above the uh what is it 48 40
1: what's his name 48 noah 40 or fight we might have to have noah d turtle and Kenny Ken, come on here, and we do, like, some Canadian trivia to see who wins that. I think that would be awesome. Canadian football trivia. Canadian football trivia. We can, like, they can be the champion of Canada if they win. Yeah, man. I think it's good. We haven't heard from Kenny Ken in a while. I thought he didn't drink himself to death. He's probably depressed like the rest of us. We haven't heard from Will for a little while either. I think he was hitting that Labatt's a little too hard.
3: Dude, man, Labatt. Man, that roommate that I had so long ago was from uh Newfoundland He would like to have some pints of Lebat hey hey that 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 was a uh, that guy was pretty interesting hey you want to have some pints some what some pints? we're gonna have some pits of Lebat were you some, like some uh, some pints of Labatt?
1: yeah okay um but here's my question does anyone know if Saskatchewan Rough Riders are green and white?
2: What about the Alouettes? What city do they play in? Um, Quebec?
3: I don't know. I think they're Quebecian. I thought that was a ballet.
2: All right, here's here's a question for you. What is the name of the championship trophy in the CFL? The Grey Cup. Oh, you're good, man. I do remember that one because it's so plain, like me. Where is the CFL Hall of Fame located? Saskatchewan. Toronto. That is not the correct answer. Save
1: this stuff for Noah D. Turtle <laughs> V. Kenny hint. Uh-huh.
3: In Canada. True. True. We need to save that. This is important information here. Yeah. Wait, weren't we going to talk about the ca- – oh, weren't we going to take a break?
2: Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah we we're going to take, take a, a, a
1: very short, very <laughs> short break. I'm not even going to
2: play a, uh, a little ditty this week. We're going to take a,
1: a very extremely short break, and when we come back, we are going to um, – Talk about the Cowboys. The, we're going to talk about the Cowboys and the Futures contracts. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. But anyway, we're going to talk about it. So we'll talk to you guys in about, um, give us 12 12 to 13 seconds for this. That
3: would be like 14 seconds Canadian time.
1: Yeah. You're listening to to Harry Hog Football. football,
0: football, football. Please hang up and try again. This is Kenny Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football.
2: pretty sure this is going to have to be called the Canadian episode.
1: The Canadian Mountie Eskimo. Eskimo.
2: <laughs> Eskimo episode.
1: The Can- the Saskatchewan Rough Riding Eskimos Mounties. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, According might to be CFL Noah, rules. It might be Noah D. v. Kenny Ken. Interesting. Anyway, um, yes, back to some Redskins news. Uh, John has the entire list of the Futures contracts, which he's about to go over, and I don't even know what that means. So go ahead, John. He's not even what? back from his brain. <laughs> he's not even back, dude. <laughs> what? Go over the Futures contracts. Yeah, you have a list uh, of futures, futures.
3: contracts are dudes that are generally like uh, scrubs th- Scrubs that are practice squad type guys that the team wants to protect until <laughs> the uh, until the March 1st deadline. Um, Does it
1: mean, like, they might sign them in the future?
3: That would be a good description. That would be be a rather true description. Basically, it's it's a way for teams to protect their uh, practice squad guys from being uh, picked up by another team.
1: They're pretty protective of their practice squad in the NFL.
3: They are. They like to practice squad guys. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to develop through guys like that. My bad. I'm not used to that, being a Redskins fan.
1: Alright, yeah. We're gonna yeah. have to develop the futures guys. But who are
3: they? Um the futures contract guys. Just go well P white. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh this guy and we Pat have white. this other guy. Um you don't we do know not have Pat list. White. Do you really want me to go through the list? I do want you to go through right. the list, yeah. All right, here we go. We have... Do we know them? <laughs> no. Well, you might remember one nose tackle, Rob Thomas. I thought that guy was like a musician, John Thomas. John John
2: Philip McCrevis. I barely remember Rob With, Thomas. I We've he got was a guy like the lead named
1: Singer for Tool <clears throat> or something.
2: Tool or <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tool. <laughs> what?
3: No, he's like the lead singer of that. Uh, uh, uh,
2: oh my God! What was that song? Dude, the lead singer for Tool was Maynard James Keenan.
1: Maynard? His name was Maynard.
3: I thought Maynard was that guy from uh 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 Primus.
1: One of those bands.
3: I don't know. We got we signed guy or I'm not even gonna give you last names. We got we signed guys uh-huh. named Chase. Rob
2: Thomas is the lead singer for Matchbox Twenty.
3: Matchbox Twenty. Who
2: are you Well, now?
3: Chase McDaniel. <laughs>
1: 3 uh, and I'm emailing. Nah, um, <laughs> we're gonna drive it home with one. <laughs> <headlight>. <laughs> with Wait.
0: one headlight.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> um. um all right. 20? Wait, that's Matchbox Twenty. Is that who Rob Thomas? Is no.
3: At? Maybe. No. One headlight is a uh, is Bob Dylan's son.
1: Yeah, match yeah, Twenty. Yeah, that's um, the Wallflowers or something. <laughs> wallflowers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's probably dating like a Miley Cyrus or something.
1: Shouldn't they just name that song "Padiddle"? Padiddle with Padiddle. Punch buggy. We can drive it home with
0: Padiddle. We can drive it home.
1: Thank you, Rob you Thomas. Who else is all on the right, team? All right.
2: Okay, seriously. You're breaking into Aaron Neville. All right,
3: all right, all right. Some of the guys that we signed to, I'm just going to give you first names. We have Chase. We have Jerron. We have Colin.
2: Jerron Rashad, Jameson.
3: Rob Thomas. We have Trey. Johnson. We have a dude named Trey Wolf that sounds like a Why soccer player. That sounds like Jesus. the quintessential soccer player name in America. We have a guy named E Edon, E Don. What's his last and, name? And uh uh Kluin. No, Clumen. E Don Edon E Don E-Don What position is he? Or it could be Cloughman. It depends on if you pronounce what? it like the old like European way, like
1: Like, Britannia way. Well, what position is he? Um, Offensive tackle. That guy's going to be good, dude. Chester's gone. Edon is (laughs) taking his place. Edon. And and Aaron's
3: favorite new uh, defensive fat fatty, BFF. Uh, Nose tackle. I'm just going to spell it, dudes. I-S-A-A-K-O space A-A-I-T-U-I. Is
1: he a Samoan?
3: It sounds like if he's looks, Samoan, he, dude, he is my new favorite dude. It might be Inuit because it that looks like even more like northern than Samoan. How that big that name is he? looks? There, there's so many vowels in this name. How big His is last that boy? Name has six letters and five of them are vowels. How big is that boy? I don't know. He's a nose tackle. He's probably like three hundred and twenty damn Samoan
1: pounds. You mean redskins.com didn't put the stats of his stature on there?
3: Oh, I'm looking. Up, dude, I'm not looking on redskins.com. I'm going through the Washington
1: Post. Larry is probably like All right, I'm bringing about him up here. Pounds. I got him.
3: He went to UNLV. He is from Pago Pago, American Samoa. I told you. I called it. He is six foot four. All right, Aaron, Josh, is he
1: over or under
3: 300 pounds?
1: Way over. Over.
3: Over 307. Over. 307. Six four three zero seven. He was born in nineteen eighty
1: seven. Dude, that's a big boy, and he's my new favorite fatty. And if he starts on opening day, I'm buying his jersey. What is the, what? What position is he? <laughs> Nose tackle. Him and Chad. Nose are tackle. Be like, jiggling it in there,
3: dude. He's dude. got twelve letters in his name, and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, Nine of them are vowels. Well,
1: I don't. Even I've never seen a name quite that. like this. What is it again?
3: Edon. I S A A K O space A A I T U I S C O. Isako, Isako Aitui. Aitui. I love that. I love that guy.
2: I'm trying. I can't Isako even
3: find I'm going to get you
1: an Aitui jersey. Dude, I want to find some footage of him playing at UNLV. He's a running yeah. rebel. He's a running rebel. I don't nice. think he ran undrafted that undrafted out of American
2: Samoa. I can't wait. Wait. <laughs> I have a sound effect for that. <laughs> I can't see, wait until new...
1: preseason just to see him. I
2: can't wait. Aaron, you should buy his socks on
1: eBay and then get him to sign them. Joe Salaveya? He wasn't that big though. Joe Salavea, yeah, he was he was yeah, yeah. You know. He was of decent stature, but he wasn't giant.
3: Well, dude, Rob Thomas of One Headlight is six <laughs> three three twenty-five out of Arkansas. <laughs> that is a stout dude right
2: there. <laughs> that dude
3: is like double my width.
2: It's like, it's like you took a wow. Siko or whatever his name was and just pounded on his head with a big hammer. He's girthy, dude. <laughs> He's girthy.
1: Knock him down an inch He's and girthy. out about 20 pounds.
2: He's dangerous. He's girthy.
1: <laughs> Hopefully he don't land on your head.
3: Isako Aitui. It's I may Aitui. be saying that right. I'm just going off of, of the name. I have not looked up like the actual pronunciation. All right. There's a lot of vowels, man. Is that everybody? Uh, there's a couple more. Do we really want to go into the only
1: region? if there's some bigger ones than him?
3: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think there's anyone bigger than Rob Thomas. We
1: need some big boys, dude, <laughs> and to plug up those holes because those the holes were gaping this year,
3: dude. They were awful. They were, they were just yeah. They were gaping. That's pretty much the best the best way to say that. All right. Yeah. So Moving there's forward. a few other dudes. Basically, if any of these guys make the active roster, and actually, you know, there's probably a slightly better chance they do it this year with Scott McLuhan there. He's going to be looking at all these young bucks and being <laughs> like, all right, let's see who can play. Scott Get on out McLuhan. there, Ayatoui.
1: Ayatoui. McLuhan. Ayatoui. All right. Anyway. Light. <laughs> all right. All right, uh what's his name? Scott Dillon or something like that.
3: Jacob Dillon. Jacob. Jacob. Jacob with a K. Jacob with a K. It probably is. All right. Jacob Dillon.
1: All right. Mm. Let's bring let's reel this back in here. Anyway. Alright.
3: All right. All right. What are we talking about here? We're talking about Dallas and their, and Dallas. their almost one game.
1: I want to hear your thoughts on Dez's non catch catch.
3: I thought Dez's... is Incomplete pass. I thought that incomplete pass to Dez Bryant, I thought he almost made a spectacular catch. It was too bad when he fell to the ground and the ball hit the ground. It popped out of his hands. It's an incomplete pass. I don't understand what the big deal
1: is. I was <laughs> with you on that. Yeah. It's like there's that whole moving thing. Like the ball, when he hit the ground, was in his arm, but it also hit the ground at the same time. And then it popped completely free. Like completely right. free. Like yeah. Up in the air, and then he caught it again with two hands, but it was already on the ground.
3: I thought that that oh Josh, I
2: totally cut you off. No, I was just gonna say I think Des Bryant's response, what did he say? It was a catch, just not an NFL catch.
3: Yeah, on a playground. He was when they were showing like the review being announced by the by the referee, he was they were showing a camera on him and he had both his arms up in the air like it was a touchdown.
1: Right. Oh, there's no way he's not
3: a, he's not a bright young man.
1: And he had his helmet off, and he was on the field, so there should have been For the talent. second
3: week in a row, he was on the field with his helmet off, arguing with the referee,
1: and did not get flagged. Now, did they repeal that rule, or do they just, like, get in these, like... They get in these ruts. What is that? No, dude? they're just letting the kids
3: get away with it more, because the kids aren't... They're not disciplined at a younger to watch age to know video. that
1: they shouldn't do that. No, it's like the refs go into these, like... Things that they stress, like for a year, they might be like, if you take your helmet off, we're calling it every time. And then they just kind of forget
3: to call Right, like right now, it's all about defensive contact after five yards and stuff like that. Super, super.
1: I bet you. That's their concentration. Dude, I would love to see this stat. Offensive holding versus defensive holding this year. Normally, in most seasons, offensive holding, I would say, outweighs the call 10-1. to And this year, I would say it was almost 50-50.
3: It probably is around that. That that's I would gonna agree be somebody should look up.
1: It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Let's look that up. That
3: Joshua. has definitely been a focus. It's been a focus. But yeah, I mean it he jumped well, the whole thing. Mike Pereira, they I remember I was watching like the post game with all those dudes in the Fox studio. And Howie Long was on there he was like I saw him make three steps after you grabbed the ball. And you could and and then he fell to the ground.
1: On his way to the ground.
3: Yeah, and that was the thing. Mike Pereira was just like, yes, as he was falling to the ground, his feet hit the ground. And he was like, well, I saw him make two to three steps, and he was like, forget about the steps. Like, you could tell Pereira was getting exasperated. He was like, forget about the steps. He jumped up in the air to make a catch. As he was falling to the ground, he hit the ground, and when the ball touched the ground, it popped out of his arm. It's an incomplete pass. And I don't understand – other than for Cowboys fans looking at it front, through their, like.
1: Jerry-colored glasses. Jerry-colored glasses.
3: I don't understand why anyone could think that's a catch. He jumped up in the air. He, as he fell to the ground, the ball came out. When it touched the ground, it's an incomplete pass. And, again, as Mike Pereira said, the as because pe- people were texting or uh, tweeting him, he was like, yes, the ground cannot cause a fumble, but it can cause an incomplete pass. Yeah. It's like you guys are talking about different rules. The rule that applies here is the receiver jumped up in the air, grabbed the ball, and fell to the ground. It doesn't matter how many times his feet touched the ground as he was falling to the mm-hmm. ground. Yeah, he's all moron.
2: right. Here, here we go. There were six hundred and forty-one offensive holding penalties league-wide this season, wow. and defensive holding penalties. There were. Bear with me. Two hundred
1: and thirty-three. It seemed like more than that,
3: but okay, a so third. It was so it was if you put them all together, one and four was a defensive holding.
1: And what was it last year? I wonder. I bet you can't find. Those. So it
3: was basically a third. Um, well, a fourth if you put them all together, like six hundred to two hundred. Yeah. Right, oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Put them all together, both both defensive and offensive. Right. Man. Then it's a
1: fourth of all of them. But if that's you look at lot, it Josh, yeah, there's a third as many. Third well, Aaron, many.
3: Aaron, you made up you, you said a great point earlier. It's like how many years have you ever thought that would even be close, though? Because yeah. it's like holding every time there's a holding penalty called up until just like last year and maybe the year before that. It's always on the offense.
1: Yeah, back on this Cowboys thing, I want to make one more comment before we go off the air here. They suck. Even if he would have pulled that catch in, first of all, that's not to say that the. Um, Packers would have lost because they pretty much marched down the field and then just, like, went conservative and, and ended the game with a field goal. But my other point was, wouldn't it be fitting from the week before with the uh, the bogus cause that some people were saying got the uh, Cowboys to the playoffs to begin with or past the Lions? It's karma,
3: dude. It's karma all the way around. I, it, the only people I think that really – I I love that there were all these people that were out there that are like Cowboys, ex-Cowboys or Cowboys fans who were just like, it looked like a catch to me. I don't understand. It looked like a catch. It's like, yeah, but the ball hit the ground and popped out of his hand.
1: (laughs) Therefore, it's not a catch.
3: You have to control it all the way. I still don't understand what the big debate is about.
1: I mean, yeah, because that rule is even if if it was on the sideline and you got your two feet in. And you went out of bounds. It does the boundary doesn't even matter at that point. It's all as if you if the ball doesn't move.
3: Yeah, if you if you get your two feet in, then you fall down, and the ball pops out of your hands when you hit the ground. It's not a catch because you're falling down. It's yeah. it's people are even, what it is is that people are looking at it like it's a run, mm-hmm. instead of a catch. And even and if people even just if you guess.
2: end with the ball in your hands,
3: yeah, if it moves. If it move if it touches the ground and the ball, moves, mm. you have lost control of the ball, and it's not a catch. If it didn't okay. touch
1: the ground, it if would have you're been a catch. Falling to the ground, he was still in bounds. Because,
2: but he did touch the ball to the ground. The ball did touch the ground. Yeah, the ball the ball yes. the And air. when the ball touched the ground, it came out of his hands.
3: It popped completely up in the air. And when the ball touches the ground on a pass, that's an incomplete. It's, pass. it's an incomplete pass. Now, if the ball, even, would, even if he
2: did catch it after the fact, after that happened, the ground caused that to happen, so it's an yeah. incomplete pass.
3: Yeah, on a pass, if the ball touches the ground, it's an incomplete pass. As long as it's a forward pass,
1: unless it didn't move, because you can touch it the same time as the the ball can touch at the same time that you have it in your hands. Now remember that new rule. If you have control oh, that's right. of as it, as long
3: as it doesn't move.
1: Yeah, if you have control of it and it like half the ball hits the ground, but your hands are under it or whatever. Or if you no. hold it light, you can. you hold it tight. It. Yeah. yeah. So basically, it had hit the ground and then came loose. So it's incomplete. We're preaching to the choir here, dudes. These yeah. dudes listening to us have been like five minutes. Like, man, you guys are such biased Redskins fans. <laughs> <laughs> Just like us. I was like, I'm a Redskins fan, but there was no way that was a catch by Dez Bryant.
3: All I know is, like, for the first time ever, I walked into work the next day, and for about thirty seconds, me and all the non-hand-washing, non-toilet-flushing Eagle fans at my uh, one of my places of work, uh, we all agreed for about thirty seconds on uh, how about them Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And what is up with Eagles fans not washing their hands and not flushing the toilets?
1: <laughs> Dude, Dude, we can seriously. we can dedicate a whole episode to that.
3: Oh, my God. Let's not. We got some nasty, nasty Eagles fans. I do not know what is up with that. Every Eagles fan where I work, at least all the male ones, don't flush the toilet, don't wash their hands.
1: Maybe they feel like since they didn't touch the nasty toilet, they don't have to f- wash their hands. The only time I don't flush the toilet is when I'm
3: at a stadium because I ain't touching that toilet. But this is like a bathroom where, I don't know, 10 different people use it a day and that's it. It's like grab a paper towel if you know you're like really you know, that
2: worried about it. You know why you don't want to touch that toilet, John? Because people don't flush.
3: Well, at a stadium, yeah, because <laughs> there's like hundreds of drunk people going up to the urinal in a line. This when you're at like a the work where only like 10 people go to the, like, the urinal – the urinal 10 people go to the urinal all day it's like go up there use your elbow do something
1: anyway nasty. enough about urinals and toilets and eagles fans i think we need to round this thing out so um let me get yeah. the music going here well
3: dudes we have the number 5 pick in the draft coming up as we talked about who knows who we're going to get it. If it were Vinny Serato, we'd probably get Marcus Mariota. I, or uh, in other words, uh, RG5. RG5, after Johnny Manziel, Aaron's favorite brown.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: brown. Next week, we're going to
1: talk about a little bit more about how former Cowboys have fared as Redskins. That's a good point. And we're going to give our game balls and kicks for the season, so be sure to tune in. We're going to try to do that podcast on Tuesday.
3: Perhaps. We'll bring it up here. Hopefully it'll be soon, like we're saying. We do go throughout the entire year. We are the original Redskins fans podcast. We were the first. Still not the best, but we are the first. And we're going into our 10th season. 383 episodes strong. Thanks to our benevolent sponsor Desmond C. Lee, you can follow him a massive Redskins fan on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee two because Desmond
1: C. Lee one was having. Also, I'd like taken. to give out a shout to all of our two listeners on Mixler this week, which is Noah yes, D. Turtle and Drew Drew M. Turtle. Turtle what? Noah D. Is that Turtle from the Outer Bank? And we'll try to remember to tweet next week before we're actually, uh, you know, going live on this.
3: I'm yeah, it's just a that, tough yeah. time to get everything going once we are all depressed about the state the uh, the year and everything. Turtle time. Hey, Turtle it. time. Y'all want some doers?
2: <laughs> Prairie dogging dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Touching claws.
3: Anyways, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Harry H A R R Y. You can check us out at HarryhogFootball.com.
1: Send us an email, RedskinsBand at HarryHogFootball.com, or give us a ring a ding-ding at seven seven
3: Harry Hog. And next week, we might even talk about who won the Perry Hoffa Football <laughs> Fantasy Football League. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, talk to it's you guys later. Hail to the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. And if you see a Cowboys fan...
3: You know what Ch- to do? J- 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 Joker! J- Joker! J- j- Dudes, the ball touched the ground and came out. Why are you complaining? It's not a catch.
1: Touching cloth. It was touching It was touching cloth. <laughs> it was touching turf i <laughs> oh!